to Alphabet Fly and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is G.S. Cooper, and with me today is Mike. Hello. I hope you still have a flame going, <laughs> because we're talking about Pyro. <laughs> I'll 10 out of 10 intro. Uh, so, what do you know about Pyro? He was in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants at some point, I think. And mostly what I know about Pyro is from either the um, Sir Patrick Stewart X-Men movies or X-Men Evolution. <laughs> what What does he do? What's he look like? Shoots fire. I think he has some real spiky hair. That's about all I know. Okay. Well, um... I'll show you a picture of him. I mean, is he wearing the, the Hank Pym speed suit? Uh, no, but it is something that I think uh, that you need to look at. Oh, wow. So, what's he look like? It's almost like Carol Danvers and Daredevil had a baby. Has an FF on his chest? Um, Not only... Does he have nothing nothing in his name has a he doesn't even have an F in his name. He's also not named Firefire or Firefather. F- uh Flame Friend. I know what it is, it's Freedom Force. Mm. Are you sure it's not Flame Friend? Flame Friend is also one of it. Imagine a guy trying to cosplay as like a as a flame. And then he has like tubes coming out of his back, I guess, to his arms. Yeah, for the flames? Yeah, for the flames. And it's also his hair is like kind of done up to where it looks like he has a flame on his head. I thought he was a mutant. Uh, he is a mutant. So why does he need flamethrower hand things? Guess what his real name is? Flint Match. His, na- his name is St. John Alderdice. <laughs> I was close. His occupation is professional criminal, novelist, and former journalist. <laughs> Good, 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 good. He's an Australian citizen with a pardoned criminal record in the United States. All right. He was born in Sydney, Australia. And his group affiliation right now is Freedom Force. Oh, as of the 80s. I keep forgetting that this is, like, the deadline on this is the 80s. And I was, wow, is Freedom Force still a thing? No, it was only really a thing in the 80s. Mid to late 80s. Uh, he first showed up, X-Men, number 41, Days of Future Past. Wow. In January 1981. So, um, yeah, he kind of showed up as in a pretty big story as a background character. Days of Future Past is one of the X-Men stories. Yeah, it's one of the X-Men stories that they do over and over again, ad infinitum, without improving on it at all. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. I forgot about the the um, X curse that I pointed out last time of not letting anything X Men related just go as soon as it's said. Well, this is this is firmly X related because we were talking about That's an X Men villain. So I can talk about the O five now, right? No, you can't. <laughs> he was born and raised in Australia. His powers emerged at puberty, um, but since he could not think of a way to use them for profit. For years, he could he did not he didn't use them unless it was for emergencies. For a time, Alderdice 
or Pyra, mm-hmm. uh, drifted from job to job around the South Seas, and then eventually became a journalist for an Australian wire service and covered Vietnam and in Indonesia. He saw and experienced what he saw and experienced in his uh, travels, what became basis for a novel he began writing. He wrote torrid uh, gothic romances as well. So, so like he wrote some like real some real nasty stuff that people kind of had to hide whenever they were reading, as well as travel logs. Did he write it uh, under the name Pyro? I'm gonna imagine he wrote underneath the name Saint John because that's a great author's name. That's fair. Especially for, like, tawdry romances. His novels were despised by serious novel uh, novelists and critics, and they found, but they found wide readership throughout the English-speaking wor- world. So, is Pyro, like, the E.L. James of, of the time? I would, yes, I would, because I was going to say James Patterson, but no, no, it wouldn't be that. Fifty Shades of Xavier? <laughs> <laughs> get off get off this call right now well you know what i feel like if i haven't made you so upset that you told me to get off the call at least once an episode i'm not doing my job under the circumstances yet to be revealed he met the mystique and who learned of his mutant powers and then he joined her new version of the brotherhood of mutants under the name pyro um then the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants was renamed to Freedom Force because the American government was just like, hey, we need a bunch of mutants so we can capture other mutants. And then they, they the Mystique was just like, hey, I'll do that. Can you give us pardons? And they were like, yeah, cool. Fight for us. And that's where he's at. So really, um, almost nothing about this, uh, because he hasn't got much of a um, history at this point anyway. What do you suppose the name of his tawdry romance like protagonist was? I see I'm bad I'm bad at like I'm uh, I'm bad at making uh up names on the spot. Probably like a Veronica. Oh, um maybe there was like a yeah, Veronica Slate or Ooh, something like that. That's a good one. Yeah, Veronica Slate, yeah. I feel like that. It's gothic, so it would be set in uh Jane Austen times. I imagine. I imagine. Uh, he. Uh, imagine. There's a, a at least like a like a forbidden romance between like the stable boy. And oh the, yeah, and sure. In the, the lady of the house, the mailman's son. Maybe like an apple thief. Ooh, an apple thief, Veronica Slate. So, do you suppose they're all called like Veronica Slate and the and it's just like the various the the um description of the of the male of the stories like Veronica Slate and the apple thief. Well, this would have been this would have been in the seventies and eighties, so there would have been like a burgeoning, because um, this would have been around the time when paperback books were actually becoming sure. very very popular, mm-hmm. like as in a respected form as well. So I imagine it would be just uh, like really pulpy covers of her just like falling into like the arms of like of like the stable boy, the bodice ripper. Kind of bo- yeah, it'd be a bodice ripper for sure. I'm- the Apple Thief one, real quick, would have been called Apple of Her Eye. Of course, of course. Yeah, and she would go by Lady Slate. Ooh, Lady Slate. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Okay. I didn't know if this is where you wanted to go since there's not much for Pyro. <laughs> no, because guess what his power is? He can manipulate flames. He doesn't even make it. Oh, he just manipulates? I guess that tracks with what I remember from the X-Men movies. Yeah, that's why he has like those flamethrowers. Gotcha. 
on on his uh, on his hands because like he can move the flames, but he can't make them. So he's kind of useless. A little bit. He's not useless. He's as useful as a guy with a flamethrower. He could just do flamethrower tricks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So like, fire bug, firefly, whatever from Batman. Yeah, except he doesn't have wings. <laughs> wings. So he's less useful than that person. Gotcha. I'm just good to know where he ranks in the usefulness of fire powers. <laughs> I would rake him down a very low because even people who could make a tiny fireball have an advantage over him because as soon as you take cut one of those tubes, guess what? He's useless. Well, although arguably the fire would just start shooting out and he could control that. Well, no. If you cut the tubes, they, they ignition, it wouldn't hit the ignition. Obviously, I don't understand fire. Uh, fire Flame throwers. Yeah, obviously you don't. Pleb. Get Sorry, off my, yeah. Get, Get off a podcast. Alright, that's two. <laughs> oh man, if I get three, I get I get like a free sub sandwich. He could kinda use his flames to lift things, but mm-hmm. it's it's don't it's no, I don't care about him. He's dumb. Well, that was a good episode. Thanks for having me on. Uh plugs then. Although I will say, like, having an author with the name Saint John is pretty good. Isn't that his first name though? Yeah, no, his first name is Saint John. Yeah, that's it's a pretty good name. That's a very good name. Like, I guess we're just done, right? Yeah, I mean... Like, do you have anything else to say about this useless flame boy? I don't know. Um, I like that in all of the iterations I've seen of him... I think I can't remember. X-Men Evolutions might have been a slightly more useful. But I like that generally they keep him fairly, like, useless. Well, also, I don't... Th- I think the uh, X-Men 2... X2 version of him was not nearly as interesting because he was just a, he was just a kind of a, a crappy little teen boy. Yeah. But with this one, at least he can write. That's true. And like, like he doesn't write in a way that like novelist respects, but like he writes in a way that people like, which is like, cool. You think he would do that instead of actually, you know what? He's getting a government check at this time. So no, he would definitely do this instead, but yeah, I think we're done. So thanks. Yeah, um, I'm a co-host of a podcast called The Equalizers. Uh, We take movies that never got a prequel or sequel, either because they're very good and don't need one, or they're very bad and don't deserve one, and we give it to them. Uh, You can find us pretty much anywhere online at The Equalizers, and that's spelled E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Okay, my name's Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters. Uh, It's podcast where i talk about cryptids uh if you'd like to see my little cryptid my cat with four thumbs you can uh go to at marvelous mooch on instagram if you'd like to see the pictures of the people we're talking about you can go to hodgepod group on facebook or at alphabet flight on twitter you can get the links to both of those in the description as well as the link to my patreon which uh if you you know if you don't mind throwing me a dollar you know a dollar a month or so that'd be great. Besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight and may Madcap show you how truly mean life is. Bye. Bye. Bye.